Yahweh saw the wickedness of man was great on the earth, and that every imagination of the thoughts of man's heart was continually only evil. But Noah found favor in Yahweh's eyes. Genesis 6, 5, and 8. Dear God, you always protect your people. Thank you. Today, we want to learn more about Noah and your plan to give the world a fresh start. So as we read the Bible today, help us listen and understand what you teach us about your love, your protection, and grace for everyone who trusts in you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you for praying with us today. The Kids Bible in a Year podcast is sponsored by Little Passports, delivering monthly activity kit subscriptions that help kids explore the world, cultivate curiosity, and discover new interests with hands-on crafts and activities in cooking, science, crafts, and more, all with a unique cultural twist. Visit littlepassports.com blessed to learn more and save 20% with code blessed. Noah and the Ark. Before this story, we learned the story of Cain and Abel. Cain's anger and jealousy led to the death of Abel. Now, we will learn about how God chose to deal with the continued choices of wickedness and sins of human beings, but how he also has a plan of redemption, inspired by the book of Genesis. Today we get to hear one of the most famous Bible stories of all time, Noah and the Ark. It's about a big flood, a big boat, a big rainbow, and an even bigger God. And it's all true. So let's dive in together. People were being fruitful and multiplying, but the people on earth were also so wicked and violent that God had regretted even creating them. And God thought, because of the people's wickedness, I am going to send a flood that is going to destroy every living thing. Yet, there was one man, named Noah, who was righteous in God's eyes. God said to Noah, The people are so wicked and evil, so I am going to bring a great flood on the earth. This flood is going to destroy everything. But because you have been righteous, I will spare you and your family. In order for you and your family to survive the flood, you must build an ark. Then God gave Noah the instructions he needed in order to build this ark. Noah and his three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, built the ark exactly as God had instructed. God told Noah, Every kind of animal will come to the ark in pairs. Make sure you bring enough food with you for your family and for the animals. Noah followed every instruction that God gave him. God told Noah, Go into the ark and take your family with you. The rain will fall for forty days and forty nights. It will destroy the land and all those who live on it. But your family and all the animals that come to you will be saved. Then Noah 
his wife, his sons, and his sons' wives entered into the ark, and every kind of animal showed up in pairs. There were seven pairs of clean animals, seven pairs of each kind of bird, and one pair of every other living creature. When Noah's family and all the animals were secured in the ark, God shut the door. Seven days after they entered the ark, the rain started to fall. The floodgates of heaven opened, and the springs under the earth burst open. Noah was six hundred years old at the time. The water rose so high that it covered every mountain. Every person and every animal that had breath in their lungs were destroyed, except for Noah's family and the animals on the ark. After the forty days had passed, it quit raining, but the earth was still flooded for a hundred and fifty days. God remembered Noah's family and the animals, so he stopped the water from coming from the sky and the springs under the ground, and he made the raining cease. At the end of the hundred and fifty days, the water had gone down, and the ark landed on the side of a mountain. After four months had passed, Noah opened a window and sent out a raven to see if the ground was dry. But the raven did not return. Later, Noah sent out a dove, and the dove returned because there was no dry land for it to perch on. Seven days later, he sent the dove out again, and it came back with an olive leaf meaning that the dove had found dry land and came back. Noah waited another seven days and sent the dove out again. This time, it didn't return, so Noah knew that the water was not covering the earth anymore. One month later, Noah opened the door and saw that the land was dry. God told Noah, Come out of the ark. So Noah brought his family and the animals out of the ark and offered a sacrifice to the Lord. God was pleased by Noah's sacrifice and said, Never again will I destroy the earth with a flood. God gave Noah permission to eat animals and plants and told him to multiply the earth again. God put a rainbow in the sky and said to Noah, this rainbow is a sign of my promise to you that I will never destroy the earth with a flood again. Do you think more is always a good thing? Like more ice cream, more toys, more fun. Well, yeah, that sounds wonderful. But what about more hurt, more hatred, more sadness? That's not so fun, is it? Well, that's exactly what was going on in God's creation at the time of our Bible story about Noah and the flood. People had done what God said and filled the earth, but sin had spread across God's good creation too. And all those people just meant a lot more sin, especially violence. The Bible says that everyone everywhere was hurting each other all the time. Yikes. 
So God knew the world needed a fresh start. He decided to destroy all the wickedness with a big flood, so big that it covered the whole earth. But the Bible says that one man stood out in God's eyes. In all that violence, Noah continued to love and obey God. When everyone else made bad choices, Noah did what was right. God gave Noah a big job. He and his family would be the ones to give the world a fresh start after the flood. But first, they had to make it through the flood. So God told Noah to build a, does anyone know? That's right, ark. Now, this wasn't just any boat. They weren't going fishing on the lake. This was a huge ship built to withstand the biggest storm the world had ever seen. It took decades to build. And that means Noah had to be obedient for a long time. Think about it. Every day for years and years, Noah got up and started hammering away to build the ark. The rain wasn't falling. The waters weren't rising. But Noah kept building. It's possible some people even probably made fun of him. I mean, what would you think if your neighbor started building a huge ship in their front yard? But Noah had faith in God. He believed what God said about the flood and he believed God's promises to save him and his family. Because you can always believe God's promises. Of course, God had a plan to save more of his creation than just Noah. What else did God put on the ark? That's right, animals. Noah was the first zookeeper. God brought Noah two of every kind of animal, a male and a female, so they could have more animals after the flood. Talk about noisy, with all that roaring, cawing, mooing. It's a wonder anyone ever got to sleep on the ark. It probably didn't smell very good either, but everyone on board the ark was safe, just like God promised. And that's a good thing too, because they stayed on the ark for about a year. That's a long boat ride. What do you think they did that whole time? Maybe they played checkers, or charades, or I spy. They definitely spent a lot of time taking care of the animals. Then finally, one day, God said it was time to leave the ark. The flood was over, the waters had passed, and the land was dry. It was time for God's world to have its fresh start. And do you know what Noah and his family did? As soon as they left the ark, they worshiped God. They thanked him for keeping them safe through the flood and giving them a new beginning in the world. That's when God made another promise to Noah. God wanted Noah to know that he didn't need to be afraid of any other flood that would destroy the earth. So God promised he would never ever flood the whole earth again. And to remind Noah of this, God put a rainbow in the sky as a sign of God's promise. Have you noticed that God likes to make wonderful promises? I love that about him. You see it all throughout the Bible. And guess what? Every time God makes a promise, he keeps it. 
I'm so glad you joined me today. Come back next time to hear the wild story about what happened on the earth after the flood. And remember, the Bible is the best story ever told. It's God's story to you, and it's all true. Thanks for listening to Pray.com's Kids Bible in a Year. For more Bible stories and wisdom to last a lifetime, download the Pray.com app for free today. Thanks for listening to Kids Bible in a Year. I want to invite our adult listeners to check out my other show, Unapologetic, God's Truth on Today's Topics. It's unfiltered, important, inspiring, and it helps you have conversations that support you in having bold faith in a broken world. You will be empowered, excited, and inspired in your faith. I'm so excited for you to join me for Unapologetic Weekly wherever you get your podcasts.